System interruptions, they happen to the best of us, whether it be a vacation or a bigger lifestyle change. And today, we're going to be talking about how to get back on track when your systems are interrupted. Hey there, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Redefining Balance. I am so excited that you're here to hang out with me today because today we're talking about what to do when your systems are interrupted. Now, this is something I know all too well. This is something I've currently been experiencing lately and really been moving through. And while this is topics that I typically will train on inside of our membership, I thought it was important that we bring it onto the podcast because we are all kind of facing a little bit of system interruption. In fact, I feel like it's almost a little bit of a holding pattern right now. I know a lot of people, kids are returning to the classroom, seasons are changing, new sports routines are popping up, and even getting ready for kids to kind of be done with school for summertime. There is a lot of just kind of I don't want to say uncertainty because it makes it sound like it's a big deal. And it's a big deal. It's our daily lives that we're doing and that we're carrying out. But it's really just a lot of system interruptions. So you might be doing something right now that is going to be interrupted in a couple of weeks and then maybe interrupted again in a couple of weeks. Maybe your current system is being interrupted. Maybe you're being called back to the office instead of working from home or whatever that might look like for you. And truth be told, system interruptions are always going to be happening. So I feel like this is something that when we can learn this skill, it's going to pay dividends for years in your life. I know it makes it sound like it's a big deal, but it really, really is. Because when we think about creating balance here at Your Life Rocks, we are talking about putting God first. We're talking about living in community and we're talking about creating systems. And systems are great. When you're in your system, when you have your weekly planning down, when you have your morning routine down, all of those things, you are like in the flow, right? Like you kind of have this rhythm in which you are running your life by and it feels so good. It takes away so much stress when you get to that point. But then when that system gets interrupted, it's like a, it kind of gets stuck a little bit and it doesn't feel so good. So we're gonna talk about that today because we talk about bigger lifestyle changes, but really there's two different types of interruptions. Number one is a smaller hiccup, like a vacation. I'm just coming back from vacation. Uh, It was just a couple of days three days, four days, Sunday through Wednesday. Anyway, but it's a big interruption in my routines because we're doing the life balance method right now. So it was an interruption in my system of applying what we're teaching inside of life balance method. As I'm teaching it, as everyone's going through the curriculum, I'm going through it myself, focusing on the same areas of life that everyone else is focusing on. And our first week is based off of a bigger goal. The second week is on faith. So I was focused on faith while I was on vacation with my family. Normally, if I wasn't doing method, it would be a week to focus on family, but we're doing method. So it was faith, but it was a huge interruption to my work cycle, to life balance method cycle, to my health goals, everything, right? Even though it was just three days. So how do you recover from that? We're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about those bigger things that are more of a shift in your schedule or a shift in your priorities, because that is, you know, that change of seasons when things are interrupting our schedule. All of a sudden, the kids are starting a new sport. And now, you know, you got to accommodate that in your schedule. We got to talk about how to best move through those navigations. Now, I don't know about you, but sometimes when we're going through seasons of change, I'm always wondering, like, God, what are you up to? Because sometimes these changes can be positive and awesome. And sometimes they can be a little bit 
leave you questioning (laughs) what is going on, right? And we know and we trust that God is always in control and that he's always working things together for our good. But that doesn't mean he's always working things together for our immediate happiness and our immediate feeling of security and satisfaction. And while we can have faith in that, sometimes it's hard when we're in the middle piece and we haven't yet seen how God is going to be finishing that up. Now, I'm going to be talking about some of the personal examples that I am going through throughout this episode. But one of the biggest things that is changing right now within Your Life Rocks is that we are slowly moving away from the mobile app. I know, it's crazy. It kind of breaks my heart a little bit, but it's something I've been praying about for a while. You see, Your Life Rocks is something that I love to do. It's my passion. It's my hobby. And it's something that my family financially supports. I know (laughs) it's not like this huge business, you know, that I'm doing here. This is something that is really just something I love to do. It's something I feel called to do. It's something that I've poured a lot of time, a lot of money into doing, especially in the development of the app. But it takes a lot of maintenance. And there's a lot of things that go into the app, both financially and time wise, that just was not there anymore. And so I spent a lot of time praying for God for a solution on what we were going to be doing with the app and and really kind of what that next phase of the app was going to look like. And I won't go through all of the details, but God kind of answered it by saying no more. So while the app is still up, you can still find it in the app store. You can still use all of the functionality in there. We are slowly, gradually moving everything to just being on the website. So you can easily like save yourliferocks.com onto your phone screen (laughs) as like a shortcut and use the tools that are in the website just as if it was a mobile app without it being a mobile app. I mean, technology is moving so fast in that direction that it just kind of makes sense. So while right now membership, if you join inside of the app, it is not connected to the website. However, a lot of the content is on the website and not in the app for membership. For example, all of our life area resources. So when you join Life Balance Membership, when you go to lifebalancemembership.com or you can join from yourliferocks.com, that is the best way to do it. Upgrading in the app, you can always send me an email and I can give you access to the website. It just does not happen automatically right now. And if you join on the website, you will not get access inside of the app because like I said, we're slowly kind of wrapping that up. And part of that is putting everything on the website that you're ever going to need. So that's where everything is kind of moving to. We are kind of in the process too of changing around the weekly success planning, our free course that we offer. Right now, the best place to get that is inside of the app, but we're moving that over to the web as well. So it's a lot of work, but ultimately in the long run, it's a lot less work than keeping the app going. So I did want to put that out there, let you know that that change is coming. But with that said, it's still a great time to join Life Balance Membership because we're still doing all of the member exclusive podcasts. You still have all of the training in there, all of the resources that we're continuously adding to, and even some more fun surprises that are going to be coming up in the next few months. So it's a great time to be starting in there. Plus, you can take some of the courses now. And then when Life Balance Method opens back up, then you can join at a discounted rate. And again, you can learn more by going to lifebalancemembership.com or yourliferocks.com. All right, so let's talk about these life interruptions. We already talked about the two different types of life interruptions, but just as a reminder, number one is more of a small hiccup, like a vacation or a sick days, or maybe you get sick and need to take a couple days out. And then number two is a bigger 
shift in scheduling or shift in priorities. So let's talk about how to get back on track. And let's first tackle number one, because it is springtime. We're getting ready for summertime. There is a lot of vacations coming up. And so this is an important tactic to have down. So if you have a vacation coming up, put a little reminder in your Google Calendar to come back and listen to this, or you can even take notes and put it into your Google Calendar. Even better, right now, while you're listening, So then that way, this is easy information right when you need it. Because if you're not coming back from a vacation right now, hopefully you'll remember this information, but you might not. So set up a system to help you remember it when you need it. But number one is to do a brain dump list. You know, like me, I'm just coming back from vacation and coming back to work feels very overwhelming. So the first thing that I did this morning coming back to work is I grabbed a blank piece of paper on my desk, and I just did a total brain dump. Now, once I got everything out of my head that I could think of, then I started going through emails, personal emails, business emails, work emails, all of the things, and continually added to that list. Because there's going to be emails in there that I can quickly respond to. Awesome. But then there's going to be other things I'm like, oh, I need to check with scheduling on this, or I need to come back after I kind of mentally think about this a little bit more and not respond quite right away. So it's best to kind of have that piece of paper to just do that overall brain dump list. Number two is to give yourself some white space. So like I said, today's my first day back from work. I have very limited expectations for myself today. There's no meeting set up. There's, you know, nothing that's kind of set in stone. It gives me some flexibility to be able to give things time that are more urgent than maybe some things that are not so urgent, but it gives me a lot of flexibility in how I'm going to be spending my day. So if you can do that when you're coming back from work after vacation or after being sick, it is definitely helpful. But it's also helpful in your personal life too. We're doing easy dinners all week long this week. We're not doing anything that's going to take me a lot of time. I'm not planning big projects around the house or things for the kids. It's just a lot of white space to allow us to kind of ease back in and focus in on routines and systems versus the tasks that need to be done. And number three to help you get back on track when you have a small little hiccup is to get back into your systems right away. Start with your morning routine, your weekly planning routine. Those things just jump right back in. It's kind of like when you eat off of a eating plan or a diet that you're on and they're like, just start back on it the next meal, the next time you have to eat something, get back on track. Because you want to get back into the rhythm, back into the routine of doing the things. Now, while I was kind of thinking about the outline for this particular episode, one thing that kind of came to my mind is that sometimes when we take a break from our systems, when we take a break from work or whatever it is, we have a vacation, we might get insight. We might have kind of this aha light bulb moment or just real motivation to want to do something different when we get back to the quote unquote real world, right? Back into our daily systems of doing stuff. And I have to say, this is the thing that I love vacations for because vacations allow you that space and that extra time to just really evaluate like where you are, what you want to do differently, all of those things. And it's very, very positive. But here's my one advice to you. Get back into your routines before you make changes to those routines because otherwise you can kind of get stuck into this analysis paralysis of figuring out what you want to be different. Next thing you know, a whole month has gone by and you feel like you have wasted time or you haven't been very effective with your time. And now it's a lot harder to start a new routine versus adjusting a routine that you already have. I'm going to say that again. It's harder to start a new routine than it is to adjust a routine that you already have. 
So if you want to be, you know, you get motivated to focus on your health a little bit more or to slow down a little bit more, awesome. But get back into your routines and then make adjustments from there on those things. Because all of these systems that we talk about here at Your Life Rocks, the systems that you learn inside of Life Balance Membership, inside of Life Balance Method, these are all systems that are very flexible. Like they will flex with whatever you do for work, however you parent, however your kids go to school. All of those things are very, very flexible. So whatever changes you want to make, you can make those systems work for you. But it's harder to start a system from scratch than it is to just adjust your already existing system that you have in place. So you just got to get back on the horse when it comes to getting back from vacation. Get back into those routines as quickly as you can. Now, let's talk about this bigger change, this bigger interruption, which is, you know, like I said, might be your kids going back into a physical classroom back into a school building. It could be you going back into work versus working remotely. It could be your kids getting out of school for summer. It could be a lot of different things. But basically thinking about a shift in your scheduling, a shift in your priorities. All right. Now, sometimes this is an awesome thing and sometimes it's not. Either way, this is such a blessing. Let's just first call that out that whenever there's a huge change and how we need to be working in our lives, it is a blessing because it gives us a fresh start, a different perspective, and an ability to make positive changes that we otherwise might not have the ability or the awareness to make for ourselves. So let's first call that out. But your very first step you want to do is to just pray, because these changes, they might be really good, and they might be a result of something you don't feel super positive about. Either way, here you are, (laughs) and we got to deal with it, right? So again, use this opportunity to invite God in and pivot towards him as you recreate a structure that will keep you moving forward. Now, when we talk about balance and the three pillars of balance and number one being putting God first, that's not just a nicety. It is a true fact that when you put God first, when you're seeking him in everything that you're doing, when you're seeking him in your career, when you're seeking him with how you're raising your kids, it is so much easier for one, it gives you so much more clarity. But using this as an opportunity to pivot whatever systems you had to be more aligned with him, to point back to him more, to walk along everyday life with Jesus, that is such a blessing. And so use this as an opportunity to be that fresh start, to pivot more towards him. But it all starts with prayer. So really just be praying and asking God to show you what he would have you be doing in this next season and how you can prioritize him in the next few months or the next systems that you're setting up for yourself and having a better morning, having a better week, how can he be included in everything it is that you are doing? Then step number two is to do an ideal calendar exercise. Now, one of the courses that we have, it's the very first course I recommend you taking when you join Life Balance Membership. You can also buy it separately from the membership at yourliferocks.com. The course is called Clear the Chaos. It's a seven-day audio course. And so you listen to the audio lesson while you're getting ready for the day, and then you can apply that lesson throughout the day. And one of the lessons that we have in there is called an ideal week. And it's really time-blocking exercise, but different than what you would normally do when you're doing your weekly planning, which, by the way, I'm working on a new video because I'm doing a little bit differently in the way that I'm doing my calendar set up like that on a weekly basis and my weekly planning. So I'm working on a new YouTube video that kind of walks through that process. So if you're interested in checking that out, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you can see it when that video comes out. 
Okay, I had to interrupt this episode to ask you a question. How are you implementing what you are learning from this show? I mean, it's really great that you're investing in yourself to learn how to grow in each area of your life, but I want you to really apply these things so that you can reap the benefits of a more balanced life. If you're not sure how to begin, I wanna invite you to join Life Balance Membership. Inside the membership, you'll find courses to help you create the habits that allow you to move forward with what you are learning. Plus, you'll have resources for each area of your life to help you take the guesswork out of figuring out how to create balance for yourself. For example, we have a full career guide that guides you through annual, quarterly, monthly, weekly, and daily routines to help you reach your career goals. It's actually what to do, how to start your work day, wrap up your work week, type checklists, and more. And that's just one area of life and one resource in it. Plus, you'll get access to the membership community and our member-exclusive podcast episodes where we take things to the next level in your self-coaching, like how to set boundaries and what to do when you struggle to make a new habit stick. You can try it for free for seven days, which is the perfect amount of time, by the way, to take the seven-day Clear the Chaos course. It's an excellent place to start. Just upgrade inside the Your Life Rocks app or go to lifebalancemembership.com to learn more. Oh, and members save money on things like our 12-week program, Life Balance Method, and the Life Balance Planner, and so much more. So join inside the app or go to lifebalancemembership.com. Back to the ideal calendar exercise. You can print out a blank weekly calendar really easily. Like I have a link to one inside of the course, but you can easily Google and just find one. But lay out what your ideal week would be. Like, when are you working? When are you doing things with the kids? When are you taking care of your health? Think about all eight different areas of life. When are you having date night with your husband? All of those things, right? And put it down on the ideal calendar given your new schedule. So when you're doing the ideal calendar exercise, it's really like what things are already preset that are not movable, right? So if this change is that now you have sports practice three nights a week, well, that's an unchangeable thing. That's what's causing a change in your schedule, right? So our kids being dropped off at school, or you having to be work at a certain time. If you lay that out onto a blank calendar, it's not next week's schedule. It's not the week after that schedule. It's just a generic week, right? And it's never going to be 100%. It's not about perfection. I know we use the word ideal, but it's really about just laying out what would a typical week look like for you. But a typical calendar exercise is, I don't know, it just seems very blah. Ideal is more geared towards your goals, right? So when you're doing this, you're going to kind of outline where you're spending time. You can use colors if you want to. I love using colors. In fact, I just ordered a new pack of the, is it Fixtron? I don't know how to say it, but it's the Pilot Erasable pens. And I got the pack with all of the colors. And I love using those because it works really well with my Rocketbook. And if you have no idea what Rocketbook is, you can go to yourliferocks.com forward slash Rocketbook. I love Rocketbook products. In fact, I've made it my own. There's a YouTube video that I have done. If you check out on YouTube and just go to my channel and search Rocketbook, you'll see how I took a Rocketbook and made it fit into my disc style notebook. It's by far the most life-changing thing, money-saving thing I have done in my notebook in a long time. Anyway, you can use those colored pens when you're doing your ideal week so that you have a color for work, you have a color for marriage, you have a color for parenting and, and the tasks that have to do with your kids. You can put all of those things on there to really lay out like, okay, How much time do I really have for a morning routine? When am I going to have time to focus on my health? It really allows you to kind of see all of those different areas. So for example, with the kids going back to school, maybe you going back to the office, you don't have as much time in the morning for a morning routine, but now you have a dedicated lunchtime where maybe 
when you were working from home, you didn't. So then you can maybe move some of your exercise or or other things that you're doing for your health or for your mental planning or whatever it is to your lunchtime, right? So it allows you to be able to kind of map it out because when you have a map, when you have a roadmap, when you have a blueprint of how you want things to go, more likely it will go that way (laughs) versus when you are winging it. Now, little side story, about a month ago, it was in between the life balance methods starting. There was like a, a couple weeks that I took off from following the life balance system because I had watched this other YouTube video talking about working in your flow, meaning being very just not having a schedule and just kind of using your intuition or taking the day as it came. And I thought, you know, there might be some spiritual purpose to this, right? Of just seeing like, how does God want my day to go? And just kind of, you know, without use of better words, fly by the seat of my pants throughout the day and just see if I could be more productive or face things a little bit differently, have less stress, whatever it might be. It is not a system for me to follow. (laughs) I will tell you that for sure. Things fall through the cracks. And, you know, as I was doing it, just thinking like, I'll just follow the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit kept reminding me that we need discipline in our life. Like it became very obvious to me that God was like, discipline, 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 order, order, order. Like this is not the way that you need to work. It might work great for other people, not for me. So anyway, going back to this ideal exercise, it worked out so much better for me to map out how I wanted my week to play out and then giving myself grace that if something else happened and that didn't happen, i identically the way that I planned it out, it was totally okay. Because I'll follow the Holy Spirit. If he wants to interrupt my day and do something totally different, fine. I'll have have at it. I will totally go it. But I will map out my weeks. I cannot fly by the seat of my pants. It does not work well for my mental health. It does not work well for my stress. Like I need to be able to plan that out in order for everything to get done and in order for me to feel good about myself and about what what I'm doing with my time. One last point about this ideal calendar exercise is don't get too hung up and realize that this is a season. Most kids' sports, six, eight weeks, right? They don't last forever. And by the time that you kind of get used to this routine, your routine will probably be changing again with kids being out of school for summer. Or if you did this ideal exercise for summertime, fall is going to come. Kids are going to go back to school. So know that this is something that is not set in stone. So don't get too hung up on it being perfect. In fact, every couple of weeks you can go through and like kind of readjust it being like, okay, after doing this for a couple of weeks, I realized I need to have a little bit more white space here as I'm like commuting to and from work. I need to be able to allow a little bit more time in order for this to be realistic for me. So you'll make those realizations for yourself and adjust it as you go. Give yourself permission. It does not have to be perfect. All right, then let's go to number three, which is to redefine your key routines, your morning routine, your night routine, your weekly routine, your monthly planning routine. When you redefine, strip everything away and think about the intention of that time. When I say strip everything away, if you've been following systems like this for a while, it's easy to kind of get into muscle memory. It's easy to kind of fall into the rhythm that you're used to, but allow yourself to kind of relearn how to do this, to strip away everything that you know and say, okay, we're starting from fresh and really identify like, what is the purpose? What is the purpose of your morning routine? Is it to cram a bunch of stuff in there so that you can feel more like accomplished before you even get to work? 
Or is it so that you can feel really grounded? Is it to give you more energy? Is it to give you more clarity? Like what is the purpose of a morning routine for you? What is the purpose of doing your weekly planning for you? For me, it's sanity. For me, that is my weekly planning time. That to me is self-care. That is my self-care routine that I do every single week is my weekly planning. I kid you not. It's the best thing that I can do for myself mentally. It's the best thing that I can do for myself emotionally. It's the best thing that I can do for my family. So that's what I do. But when we're facing a new season, I have to really redefine like, what do I want to get out of that time? What do I want to get out of my nighttime routine? Is it purely just getting ready for bed? Or is it purely setting up my next day? Because I am going to need a little extra motivation or clarity to execute my morning routine. So you really need to be thinking about the intention of those systems that you're going to be creating so that you can create systems that are actually going to make sense for you. And then ask yourself, how can you support yourself proactively to use the time as you wanted to? Maybe it's putting up little sticky notes around your house. Maybe it's putting a little reminder on your calendar to say, hey, this morning routine is to energize you for the rest of your day. So then that way it's a reminder, like why? So you're not sitting there being like, why am I doing this? Why am I wasting my time? Why am I getting up so early? Why am I having a smoothie when I'd rather have a bagel? You can remind yourself of why. Number four is to give yourself some grace and some white space as you start to move through your new systems and your new structure. Now, I am hard headed and it takes me a long time to learn some lessons sometimes. Now, this is one thing that I am always doing is Whenever I do my ideal week exercise, whenever I'm doing any kind of planning, I always underestimate how long it's going to take me to do something. So given a change in my work schedule that I have been going through, so most of you know, if you've been listening to the show for a while, I work primarily from home in my job, but I do go to the office a few days a week. Well, lately, we've been really short staffed. So I've been going to the office pretty much every day of the week. And it's doing a lot of other things that I normally don't do. So I'm filling in for a lot of other roles, which means the things that I do do, I don't really have a whole lot of time to do them. So I'm feeling a little stressed. I'm feeling a little bit crazy. Now, I normally like to go to bed early and wake up early and get stuff done. But by the nature of what I do and and the businesses that I own, it is late. So sometimes I'm not getting home until 11 o'clock at night. Sometimes I'm not eating dinner until 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, (laughs) it's a lot different than going to bed at nine when you're not even eating dinner until 11 o'clock. So it's been a huge lifestyle change. Needless to say, on top of that, I've been faced with a few medical challenges, some things that I've been kind of dealing with for the last couple of years, and it's all kind of compounded all at once, probably stress-related from the workload. But it's leaving me like really tired. It's the change of, of routine and doing that is making it so I don't have a whole lot of time for Your Life Rocks. And that honestly has affected me a little bit in just needing to lean on God a lot more for inspiration and motivation. And, you know, it's just been difficult. It's been difficult. So in this process of redoing these routines for myself, given a new schedule that I'm in, new priorities that I am in with my health, Honestly, I've learned that I need to give myself more time than I think it's going to take to get anything done. And then I can adjust. So if I give myself like, okay, it's probably going to take me an hour to do X, Y, or Z. And so that's what I put in when I'm doing my planning, when I'm doing my scheduling. After like a week of doing that, if I find out it only takes me 30 minutes, then I can adjust it. 
but I'm not going to say it's going to take me 30 minutes. And then I find out, oh gosh, that's really taking me closer to 45 minutes and it's eating into something else. And now I feel even more behind. It's a totally different effect when you find yourself like, oh, I'm here early. Now I've got some white space on my calendar that I didn't expect. I can actually make some of the phone calls I need to make, right? Can do the stretches in my case that I need to be doing or the exercises that I need to be doing for my back. When you give yourself some white space, giving you yourself some extra time, some buffer in your scheduling, it makes a world of difference for you. And give yourself some grace because, you know, sometimes we think, okay, I'm going to plan and this is how the week is going to go. I 100% guarantee you it's not going to go the way that you planned it was going to go. I mean, I just, that's the way life works, right? Things take longer, things pop up, you get a phone call about needing to change an appointment, like things happen and that is okay. Give yourself some grace to say, you know what, at least I'm planning, at least I'm trying and Every single time that there is a change in your schedule, it's an opportunity to be able to apply what you're learning, to set a new schedule, to set a new priority, to be flexible with it and roll with it and know that God is in control of all of that, right? And so part of that grace is realizing it's on God. Like he's gonna carry you through this. It's not something you have to figure out all on your own. All right, last step is to keep God at the center of what you're doing and how you are doing it. The Bible tells us over and over to guard our hearts. One of the things that we do inside of Life Balance Method is that we have a Bible verse that we focus on each and every single week and we memorize it. My verse for the very first week that we are we're doing it was Proverbs 4:23 and it reads, "Keep your heart with all diligence, from it flows the spring of life." And this is I think is something that is really important as we are going through these changes. I know the reason why this was my verse to memorize the first week was because when we're going through these changes, when our schedule is flipped upside down, when priorities get changed, whether we want it to or not, whether we think it's a blessing or it's out of something that's not so great, it can affect our attitudes. It can affect our emotions. It can affect our mental clarity. It affects so many different parts of us that we can't always see. But when we know in advance that it's going to affect our attitudes, when it's going to affect these things, we can be watching for those warning signals so that we can check our hearts. Because when our hearts get out of bounds, when we start to get negative, like that negativity can take a foothold. And then next thing you know, you're having bursts of anger or however you express kind of that negative built up in your system. It's going to happen if you don't fully address those things that are going on and knowing the how change can affect you sometimes. I mean, trust me, I would much rather be going to bed at nine o'clock than being out until after 11. Every single day of the week, I would pick that. (laughs) So, you know, sometimes it's easy to kind of not be so positive about it, but I have to really check my heart because from that, everything else is going to spring. How I let myself feel about that, how I, if I don't address the buildup of that emotion, it's going to come out in the way that I parent. It's going to come out And the way that I treat my husband, it's going to come out in the way that I show up at work for sure. And it's going to show up in my health and so many other areas of my life. And so it's really important that we know ourselves well enough to say, oh, pressure's building. We got to figure out a way of doing something different. And this is where, again, turning towards God and keeping him at the center of what you're doing is the best medicine that you can do for this. He is your best counselor. He is the best guide that you have in going through this process, asking God, like, why am I feeling this way, Lord? Search my heart and show me the things that you want me to see. 
guide me in how I can follow Jesus and be more like Jesus in the way that I am reacting to these situations that are around me, because this is not healthy. This is not the way I want to be showing up. And so show me something different. I hope that these tips are helpful for you if you're going through any kind of system interrupt in your life. And all of the things that we listed, whether it is that small little hiccup like a vacation or it's a bigger shift in your schedule or your priorities, you can find all of that in the show notes for this episode by going to yourliferocks.com. If you haven't done so yet, make sure you hit subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss any of our future episodes. And if you've been listening to the show for some time, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review for the show. All right. So until next week, keep building a life that rocks. Bye. Hey, just because the episode's over doesn't mean we have to stop hanging out. Head on over to Instagram and follow me there. You can find me at your.life.rocks. Or if you're more of a Facebook kind of girl, join our community of working Christian moms just like you. You can search Your Life Rocks over on Facebook and connect with us there. And if you're ready to truly create lasting balance and get results in your life, maybe it's time for you to join Life Balance Membership. Download the Your Life Rocks app in iTunes or in Google Play. You can upgrade to the membership right inside the app. And if you're looking for more resources to help you create more balance, head on over to yourliferocks.com.